All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mesilas Isharim in English. We are we just started chapter twenty one, and we're discussing how to acquire Hasidus. And uh, one of the things we spoke about is to really lock ourselves in a room and focus on certain concepts. Really, really think about number one, how credible God is, how is how he's absolute, how he's complete. And this firm, you can learn about that, especially Der Hashem, another safer of the Ramchal. We also said that you need to realize you cannot measure the difference, in the, the gap between us, the greatness of a Kaddish Baruch Hu and us, in fact, that we're just very, very low. We're not even compare, comparable. And lastly, if you realize all the kindness he's done for us, and this, is, I think, is an important thing to focus on, because I think this is where the love comes in. When you really recognize that a Kaddish Baruch Hu does tremendous wonders and tremendous kindness for you every single second from the second you're born till, till, till you die and then even afterwards right I'm sure that there's even a chesed done in there so when you really focus and the Ramchal says you can only do this when you're secluded privately in your room because it's otherwise you're preoccupied but when you do this you know when you recognize that it's like any feeling of love when you recognize what someone's done for you and appreciate imagine when you look back and you're at your parents what and you look back what they've done for you you really, really have a, um, an appreciation and, and you develop some sort of connection and love and so on. So now the Ramchal is going to continue. And it says also what can be inspiring and helpful to, in this endeavor is to also pursue and study the Psalms of David and Melech. Tehillim, I think what he means is when he studies Tehillim, not just saying Tehillim, but really understanding the poetry behind it. Because as we mentioned before in one of the other podcasts, that, that David Amalek wrote Tehillim out of, it was a poetry, out of love for HaKadosh Baruch when he describes all these different feelings that emerge from him. So another thing that will be helpful, he says, to, to um, as well as the deep, right, so that's what he says here. He says clearly a deep contemplation of Tehillim their verses and their content, because since they're all, they, they all came from an expression of love. When one contemplates of them, you cannot help be inspired with great inspiration to follow David Amalek. Similarly, also reading stories about the Hasidim and the Agathas and all the teachings in the Midrashim. When you read some of the stories that some of these amazing people have done. You also can't help but be inspired because they awaken our mind and so on. And this is clear. So what's going to happen now is, interestingly enough, the Ramchal doesn't make a separate chapter, um, doesn't make a separate chapter on what takes us away from Hasidus. Because if you recall, he's been structuring the entire Sefer, the entire book, in a certain format. Every chapter, every category, every trait was... You know, this is what it is, the summary. This is the details of it. This is how to acquire it. And this is what takes you away from it. Interestingly enough, in this one, he does how to acquire it and what takes you away from it in the same chapter. But if you, it, it, it sort of makes sense in a way because as you see what you're about to say, you see what we're about to say, it may not need to be a new chapter. Because when he goes in, and so we just said, what did we just say? We just explained that in order to acquire Hasidus, you have to think about and do all these things. Always think about a Kaddish Baruch Hu and how amazing he is. So what would take us away from it? Just the opposite. Things that detract from Hasidus and, pre- and 
and particularly preoccupation and always worrying. This is something that we are, I mean, I know, always, always worrying about what's going to be. Because when a person's mind is preoccupied and agitated by his worries and his endeavors and the things that he goes after, it is impossible for him to focus on his attention on this aforementioned contemplation, like we just said, because it requires a lot of training. And without thinking about these things, you can't attain chasidus. You know, I don't know, sometimes before you're about to take a big test or take something or do before you're about to go on, I don't know, whatever it is, you're, you're in a big meeting. <laughs> you're anxious, sometimes you're so anxious, you can't think. And that's exactly what Ramchal is talking about here is when someone's anxious to the point where nothing, you can't think about these things. It's not going to work. It's not going to enter your mind because there's no talking to you. You know, you got to calm down first in a sense. So that's why, not out of anger, I'm talking about anxiety. So he's saying that if you're always preoccupied and you're always not, you know, <clears throat> you know, you have, um, you, you, you have um, anxiety in these things. It's not going to, um, you, you just can't, can't, you can't think about these things. So moreover, this is also very, very interesting. He writes here, let's say someone got there. Someone's a chassid already. He's, he, 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 he achieved it. He's able to realize who a Kaddish Baruch Hu is and he wants to do all these mitzvahs and act in a way of piety. But then as soon as he gets preoccupied or he loses or he gets anxious about something, that's it. The, the, the intellect gets muddled and it will not allow the chassid to strengthen himself in his continued pursuit of loving and fearing God. And all this other, and all the other matters related to chassidus, which we mentioned. Therefore, Chazal stated, it's really important, and Chazal stated, uh, they quoted, the shechina does not rest on someone who is distressed. It's very, very important rule that when someone's in distress, someone's stressed out, the Shekhinah can't rest on you. The, the countenance of God cannot rest on you. And it's very more so, it's very obvious because it, it shows a lack, in a sense, sometimes a betachan, a faith in God, a certain lack of faith in God. So, number one, we can't be stressed. We always have to just be tranquil. And you'll find a lot of the Hasidim, a lot of the great Sadiqim, they were very tranquil, very calm, very easy to talk to. Nothing really got them going. And all the more so, also, what will take you away from Hasidus is constant, constant enjoyment of physical things in Olam Hazah. Constant enjoyment of them. And always involving yourself in them. Now remember, we said already previously that there's nothing wrong with endeavoring, you know, and, and enjoying Olam Hazah if it is allowed to us. So, but we're talking about a Hasid here. And a chassid wants to be extra careful. So if he constantly involves himself in all the delights of Alam Hazah, then it will also detract him because what will happen is it will still lure your heart to draw after them. And then a person becomes removed the precious, right? We said in order to get the chassidahs, you have to have precious, which is abstaining. You have to abstain from certain things. So therefore, you have to avoid and minimize yourselves. In, and that's why precious is such an important thing. However, so now... What will protect me then from then just getting my eyes, going back to the thought process, going back to not being worried? What will protect me from 
you know, not being stressed. And this is an important concept. We talked about it just a second ago, Bitachan. You need to have faith in God. You need to trust and complete and cast your burden off to God because everything is in his hands. There's nothing that's not in his control. Everything emulates from him. And if you really, really, really believe that, you have nothing to worry about. And there's an important thing a person understands that when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, the new year, there's a decree that comes down and says, this is what you are going to earn that year. You will not earn a penny more or a penny less. No one can take anything that doesn't belong to them. If it was allocated for you, it will be impossible for someone else to take it. And you need to really understand and believe that. So you're going to say to yourself, if that's the case, then why on earth do I need to go to work? It was a divine, you know, it was decreed already in Rosh Hashanah, exactly what I'm going to earn. What do I have to sit here and work for? And the answer is, you're right. It shouldn't have been that way. That's exactly how it should have been. However, unfortunately, because of the sin of Adam Rishon, and, and uh, he, he ate from the Eitzadas Toivarah, we have a curse of that we have to work for our money. It's the Gzeres Melech, the king decreed it. Because otherwise, yes, you're right, we could technically, in theory, be sitting down and doing nothing all day and earn. And that's how it was originally. That's how it was in Gan Eden. But unfortunately, David, uh, um, Adam Rishon failed the test, ate from the Eitzadas and now we're stuck working. And therefore, that's why the Pasuk says that you should you know, do that you should work for yourself, you should earn a living with your hands, but don't mistake yourself. It says you should use your hands, but don't mistake yourself. Don't say that it's your hands that gives you the parnasa. No, no, no. Your hands is just the effort. God said you just have to make a little bit of shadless, a little bit of effort, and he'll take care of the rest. And but but uh that that's all you need to do. And if a person lives with that model. You'll have to focus on, on Torah, and you'll see that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does provide. So as long as you make your shtadlis, you've already, um, you know, you, 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 you've already fulfilled your, 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 you fulfilled your obligation of making a shtadlis, of making effort, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu will take care of it. So once you have done this, you already placed, you have, you have, there's already a place for the heavenly blessing to rest upon him, and you'll not you'll not need a while your ways with extra business industries and efforts and running around to make money. It all comes from Kadosh Baruch Hu. You're making a small effort, and that's it. And this is what David Melch said: "For neither from it's not from sunrise to sunset, nor from the wildernesses come success. Only God, who is the judge, He's the one who provides." And Shlomo Melch, peace be on him, also said: "Do not worry yourself to become rich." Hold back from your own understanding. So, rather, the true way is the way of the pious ones of old. And they this is how it was. They made their Torah study primary and their work secondary to make sure that they got their Torah learning in and they put a little bit of time to work. They say the Chavetz Chaim used to work every day until he made what he needed to survive on that day or what he needed to survive for whatever days he was doing. And then he would close up shop. Now it's time to learn. I just need what this is. I have what to survive. And then... And then, as a result, this proper prioritization, both their Torah and their livelihood will endure with them. For indeed, once a person has done a little bit of work, from then on, he need only place his trust in a God and do not distress over any mundane matter because the Kodesh Baruch Hu is taking care of you. That concludes the component of chassid. And we'll talk about on the next podcast what happens next. 
because this, you know, the person we've described sounds like also could getting even, even higher. And the answer is yes, because there's still things that have to change. Remember, we're going all the way to the top to get Ruach HaKodesh. So if we have to get there, we have to, uh, there's still ways to go. We're almost there, not ways, I want to say. But, uh, I think we're on the eighth level right now, which is the next one of another of humility and humbleness. Not humbleness, humility. Big difference, which we'll talk about next time.